Embracing Change I Thought I Was Ready for Retirement by Ray Lee Cooper Ray Lee Cooper is a registered nurse. She and her husband, Lowell, have two adult married children and three adorable grandchildren. She spent most of her childhood in the Far East and then worked as a missionary with her husband in India for 16 years. She enjoys music, creative arts, cooking, and reading. Retirement. Ah, that magic word. It's a goal almost everyone looks forward to and dreams about, right? No more alarm clocks. No more work challenges and schedules. Just endless days of nothing but leisure time. Being your own boss and enjoying life. But wait. There are a few things about the process of retirement that the literature tends to gloss over, including relocating one's home base. Moving When we returned from mission service in 1994, we brought with us several suitcases, a trunk and a kitchen stool. That was all. But after 20-some years of living and working in Maryland, We had accumulated a house full of stuff. Where did it all come from? Besides the work in preparing the house for sale, it also took many tedious hours of sorting through all our household goods, deciding what to keep, to sell, to give away. Finally, the house was sold and completely emptied out, and the big yellow moving van was loaded from front to back with what was left of our belongings. We said our final goodbyes to friends and neighbors, took one last look at the house, and then drove that van the three-day trip across the United States from Maryland to our new address in Tri-Cities, Washington. We are now living just minutes from the homes of our two children and their families, And we are retired with nothing but free time ahead of us. It's the dream come true. Finding new purpose. We may have moved ourselves physically from one location to another, but for me, there was still work to do in moving my mental and emotional response to this big change. My life up to this point was very much focused on my nursing job, my 25 music students, my church duties, all of which I loved. Suddenly, that all had stopped. I was experiencing homesickness and a keen sense of loss. Some of the psychological effects that make moving one of the top five most stressful events of life. One Sabbath in our new church, an announcement was made that immediately caught my attention. It was a call for volunteer help at our church-run community services food bank. That announcement brightened my day with its promise of possibilities, of a new and interesting service experience and a change to make new friendships. The Riverview Seventh-day Adventist Church which we now attend in Pasco, Washington, 
is over 100 years old. For most of its earlier years, the church's ministry services included a Dorcas society, providing clothes, bedding, household items, and grocery supplies in specific need situations. Over time, Dorcas expanded to include an adoption agency for a short period of time and to providing yearly Christmas and Thanksgiving gifts and food supplies to needy families in the community. All services were centered in a small building on the church property, the title of which was eventually changed from Dorcas to Community Services. In the late 1980s, Connie and Stan Arlt took over as co-managers of the Community Services Program. Connie set up a well-organized and attractive thrift store with incoming donated used clothing and household items from church members and the community. A diaper bank service was also added. Because of the urgent need for added space, the church brought a rundown house on the lot next to the church property. Stan efficiently saw to the complete renovation of the building, which then provided additional storage rooms and garage space for fridges and freezers to accommodate the ever-increasing supplies of incoming food shipments. When my husband and I joined the volunteer staff of the Pasco Riverview Seventh-day Adventist Church's community services in the fall of 2015, we found a well-run and enjoyable program. Trucked-in supplies arrived on Tuesday mornings. We then joined our new friends in sorting and stocking shelves, fridges and freezers, and in the preparation of staple and fresh produce boxes to be distributed the following day. The most fun took place on Wednesday mornings, when the community services was alive with clients from the community arriving to shop at the thrift store or to receive their quota of baby diapers and or to check in and pick up boxes of food supplies. Helpers included volunteers, not only from the church, but also from the neighborhood and from groups of students attending our local church school. Up until 2019, client families receiving food each week numbered in the 100s. COVID disruption. As 2020 unfolded, paramount concerns arose over operational safety issues due to the rapidly spreading, potentially deadly disease. In view of new restrictions and official mandates, would we continue to receive the weekly supply shipments? People still needed food, now more than ever, but could we continue providing services at this point? After prayer and consultation together, management and staff got creative. Now, no client needed to enter a building. All food and diaper distribution services took place outside, in areas of the church's parking lot. The thrift store was discontinued. Masks, gloves, and vaccinations were mandated for all volunteers. All surfaces were routinely sanitized, 
and social distancing was respected. To our complete surprise, instead of a decrease in the arrival of weekly food supplies, we were blessed with a huge increase, more than ever previously received. Added to that, Community Services was officially assigned 15 National Guard to assist as needed. These fine, energetic young adults stayed with us well into 2021. There was no question, God was blessing. During those precautious pandemic months, the number of clients served weekly increased into the 200s. And now? Although COVID restrictions and fears have decreased, weekly client visits continue to increase, with numbers now in the 600s. When National Guard help finished, concern arose over how we were going to manage with just a few of us remaining volunteers. But help arrived unexpectedly from a variety of sources, such as area churches, a local hospital, the community neighborhood, and a sister church in the Tri-Cities area. God has and is still truly blessing this ministry. Food supplies continue to arrive, and like the quote-unquote loaves and fishes of long ago, there is always enough for all who come in need, and with a little to spare. Lessons learned, blessings received. 1. We have lived here in Tri-Cities, Washington, now for seven years. Volunteering at the food bank was the beginning of my embracing change. It opened doors to a host of new friendships within our church, in our local church school, and among community folks. God has also graciously provided me with opportunities for home and hospital visits, as well as witnessing and friendship with special need individuals and those severely ill whom I have met through the food bank ministry. Here are just a few examples. A. Becoming friends with an emancipated elderly man with many health problems and then delivering food to him when he became too sick to come to the food bank. B. Conducting weekly home food delivery and assistant visits to a sick elderly woman. C. Ministering to a gentleman suffering from liver failure who was a regular at the food bank until he passed away not too long ago. Before dying, he gave his heart to the Lord. Although it was sad to lose this friend of the food bank staff, we were all blessed by seeing the peace God sent him in that decision. D. Befriending a 50-something-year-old's troubled woman from a very turbulent childhood of being rejected by her mother and then experiencing the loss of both her teenage children, her son to drowning, and the shooting death of her daughter. She is a relatively new client, but comes not only for food, but also for encouragement, a hug, and often a prayer. E. 
visiting with a tall, quiet gentleman who was raised an Adventist but left the faith in his adulthood and who was a regular at the food bank for many years. He often mentioned that one day he might come back to church, and he did attend our church several times, until his tragic fall down a flight of stairs with significant injury to his head. Our prayer group prayed earnestly for him, and to the surprise of his surgeon, he recovered and shocked us all by returning to the food bank one Wednesday morning several weeks later. He attended church once more before suddenly passing away in his home. 2. It takes time to adjust and appreciate the way a new church interacts and operates. Every church has its unique personality, and moving to a new church was challenging. However, the more I came to understand the culture and background of my new friends, the more I began to appreciate what I was experiencing in my new church. 3. Family interaction is different when one lives near family versus periodically coming for visits from distances to enjoy a flurry of busy togetherness for short periods of time. Living near adult children and their families, although surely a blessing, involves fitting into their busy lives. Grandparents have the privilege of being available to help with childcare, to assist with food for overtired and hardworking adult children, and to be on call for any number of additional needs. Embrace the gold. Retirement is often referred to as quote-unquote the golden years, and for good reason. After we work hard for a lifetime, retirement can provide opportunity for choosing how time and energies will be spent. Possible activities can include travel, learning or experiencing new things, volunteering, spending time with family, getting involved in church activities and ministries as desired, or perhaps following a lifelong dream. Shared God-given talents, skills, and spiritual lessons learned over a lifetime can meaningfully encourage and bless family, church, and community, like refined gold in the golden years of retirement. Quote, The joy of retirement comes in those everyday pursuits that embrace the joy of life to experience daily the freedom to invest one's lifelong knowledge for the betterment of others, and to allocate time to pursuits that, only received in the years of working, a fleeting moment, end quote. For more articles and resources for ministerial spouses, please visit ministerial.adventist.org spouses.